I'm Naomi Winters, and you're listening to Drag Dish. Hashtag feel your beat, boo. It just changed the game. I see that runway there. You better make it. Hello and welcome to Drag Dish. I am Naomi Winters and I'm here with a very, very special guest. Uh, another amazing entertainer and close friend. <laughs> I don't even know what to say, what else to say with that. I mean, drag superstar as I just was on Instagram, um, seeing the costumes that you just turned out for this production. Yeah, um, yeah, just everything, personality, <laughs> all oh. around. Uh, Alisa Summers. Some of you hey, guys girl. may know her from RuPaul's Drag Race. <laughs> yeah, maybe, maybe hey. not. If you blink, maybe, though, yeah. if you blink, though, you don't. So. <laughs> I was on there, though. I promise. <laughs> uh, um, and if you don't, um, if you're from the Tampa or uh, Ebor area, St. Pete. Uh, what we want to call that Tampa Bay area? Yeah, you call uh, you it the Tampa will, Bay area. You will know her from performing um, as one of your local queens at the Honey Pod. Um, what is it, G Bar when that was open, and now there's G St. Pete. Yeah. Um, you've worked at what Hamburger Mary's everywhere. <laughs> oh yeah, I mean, as far as where I've worked down here, I mean. I've been down in Tampa for like 12 years, so you name it. Like Limelight, Chambers, Honey Pot, G-Bar, Mary's. I want to say I've worked at Bradley's, but I might not have. Uh, the old social club. I mean, if, if it was gay, I've worked there. <laughs> okay. Well, see, the list just goes on and on. Yeah. Um, well, first of all, for the podcast, thank you. I'm excited. You are... My second guest, but of all things pertinent to pop culture, you are my first drag race girl. <laughs> so that's kind of exciting for me because I know, yeah, that was an experience. We can dabble on it if you want because I know from the friend space. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, how, I mean, you know. Yeah, we yeah, could dabble on that. Yeah, we could dabble <laughs> with a long time. I mean, you were my friend, you know, before, uh, during, yeah. and obviously after. So you know all the actual tea. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I don't mind talking about that at all. I mean, it was a long time ago. If memory serves me correct, I can answer some questions. <laughs> okay. Uh, have, you, have you been keeping up with it more currently? Um, you know, I before and currently, I was a Drag Race fan. I mean, I do like the okay. show for the, you know, the entertainment aspect of it. So, yeah, I still I still watch it. Uh, you know, my sister Trinity just uh, double won uh, All-Stars, which is awesome. It's really cool to see, you know, people that you know on TV. But it's nice to root for people that you just think are gorgeous or talented and yell at the TV. Right? It's reality TV. You know, <laughs> I still we still love it. My husband and I sit on the couch and we watch it every week. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Okay. With that being said, from from your experience in early fandom, how do you feel the how do you feel the show has grown? Has it grown? Do you think it's um 
as a typical, you know, um, reality show or it's more, you know, here's some drama, here's your whining, your character roles, or you feel it's more um, become a, actually more an accepted platform for girls to strive to display their, their art on. Ooh, okay, loaded question. So I mean, so, I, know, I mean, I tried to <laughs> <laughs> It's okay, I'm taking notes over here, Mary. <laughs> okay. So, it's so I mean, for me. <laughs> yeah, so I mean, you know, before Drag Race, uh when I was on it, it was season 4. So I started watching with the first season, being, you know, seeing that. I, I remember I was actually at um crazy story. I was at the pumper's house with a couple girls getting their asses done. Okay. <laughs> and it was just on the TV and I was like, what the fuck is this? So, um, you know, I was like, all right, I got to remember that, go home and start watching it. And then, um, Nikki back then was Nikki Summers, but Nikki Monet and I were like, we need to get on that. So I remember us both, uh, you know, trying to audition. I think for season two, it was like an online voting thing. So we like we were baby drags. I remember we set up those profiles and we're like putting those pictures on MySpace of all things, trying to promote it. And that was a mess. Um, but I mean, by the time we got to season four, I mean, the budget, obviously, I mean, you saw the promo, the promo commercial. I mean, it was that was I mean, that was yeah. a real set that we were on. It was beautiful. So, I mean. The budget definitely has changed, and that does make the you know the show look more put together. You know everything's done in HD now, not on old VHS quality. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, and I mean, as far as you know, character roles and stuff like that. I mean, without trying to like break the fourth wall or anything. I mean, there are there are people that are on set that are like, you know, why don't you go say this and this over to that person to try to strike up a conversation, but also try strike up something that may be emotional or dramatic to maybe start some sort of confrontation. I mean, that's just how shows run, you know, um, some of the other yeah. dating shows, they ply the girls with alcohol and they say, here, have fun. You know, that's how they fight and they right. start sleeping with the man. And, you know, that's just what happens. They have to produce that stuff because it doesn't naturally happen, which is what was hard for me. Cause I went in there with a pageant mind and I'm like, I'm going in there and I'm doing my work. And I'm just going to go ahead and try to do the best that I can, knowing I could not sew. But then I got people tapping me. Why don't you go talk to Latrice about this? So why don't you go say this to that person? And I'm like, I need to figure out how to work this damn sewing machine. I'm not <laughs> leaving this table. So, you know, next day I go home. <laughs> it is like that. You got to play the game. And it's a game now. Looking back, I mean, I would have done some stuff differently. But I mean, hey, it is what it is. Okay. Okay. Fair enough. Good answer. <laughs> yeah. And actually, I missed a part here. I'm looking at as far as being in a like an accepting platform. I mean, drag has changed so much and drag used to just be well here in Florida. It was like I remember being told the girls had to transition and win national titles before they would get booked anywhere. So that used to be the norm. So now drag continues to grow and change, obviously. And with drag race, it's becoming a more widespread thing. But then you have these groups, you know, that are that are being excluded you know they're excluding uh the trans girls obviously i'm not going to get too far into it if you want to know more about it follow sarah andrews um Uh you know she is really on it and you know I, i definitely agree um i was one you know when i first started where i thought my drag was harder because i had to put on the tights and the pads and i felt like i was wearing a fat suit but that just comes with it that is just part of the job and one girl's job is not harder than another and we're all talented and we all you know, we show different things and we all have our own style. So I don't think anybody really should be excluded. But um, yeah, I love Miss Sarah. She's really uh, standing up for the trans girls. Yeah, I follow her on Twitter. Yeah, yeah. She's always at it. Mm-hmm. 
vigilant. Okay, okay. She is vigilant. <laughs> yes, yes, that's the word. <laughs> Girl, okay. Um, yeah, I, okay, so uh, it, going into that now, if they called you um, now, would you go back, um, All-Stars, or even just to to be re recast to go back in the season? Um, you know, I get that question a lot, and my, my, my response to that has changed a lot throughout the years. Um, I mean, I think it would be really cool to hear hear, hear something back from them. Um, but then again, I don't know if I would do it. Like, I know once I was eliminated, I kept emailing World of Wonder and being like, we need to do RuPaul's Second Chance. You're doing All-Stars. Let's do Second Chance and get the first two or three girls from every season to go home, or that went home, to come in and compete again. And they never did it. But I mean, at this point, there's so many seasons. It's like you can grab one or two, and um, I, d- I don't know. I just don't think it's something that really would sell. Maybe that's why they haven't done it, or they don't have enough girls that went home first that they like. But I mean, as far as right. if I would go back now, like where my life is now, I mean, I've got a steady day job. You know, I'm engaged to my mm-hmm. man. I'm happy with how things are. I don't want to have to quit my job again and put everything in disarray and have bills go past due. So go to go film. Cause I'm not working and then come back. And then the stress of touring and dragging suitcases of drag, you ever shown up to a gig and your drag didn't get there. <laughs> yes. Bitch. You know how fucking ridiculous that is. Like it's just, it's too much stress. And then through security, they want to look at all your makeup and your jewelry and your, your, your breastplate. I can't tell you how many times they've held my breastplate up in the air at the airport. It's just, I it, I don't know. I, We'll see if the opportunity comes up, but right now my answer would likely be just uh, no, no, girl. <laughs> <laughs> I can't do nothing to that. <laughs> oh, the the uh, money seems right, and everything seems like there's more opportunities now. You know, there's a lot more management and production yeah. and tours and stuff. So I think that this go around, I could, you know, if it were to happen, I could actually make some money at it. But you gotta, you gotta weigh the money to having a, a stable personal life. And I think being at home with my man and my dogs is better. <laughs> Hello. Hello. <laughs> I like stability. <laughs> right? Cosmo's staring at me now. <laughs> hey, Cosmo. <laughs> uh, okay. Um, I don't, let's see. So let's go away from that because sometimes that leaves me a little bit frustrated on the whole drag race thing anyways. Girl, yeah, um, So I have I was kind of telling you earlier a little bit as we were getting ready. Um, you know, I am now waiting for my patient approval for my medical marijuana card. Mm. Um, I'm a little excited and a little bit nervous. So I got questions that I need answered. <laughs> I mean, I can answer them to the best of my abilities. You know, I mean, I definitely have my medical marijuana card and I love me. I like the dispensary, but my favorite thing is the ones here in Tampa. They um, they deliver. So you order it before 2 p.m. and they deliver it to your house. That's lovely. Okay. (laughs) Okay. Yeah. (laughs) You noted. Hmm. Well, okay. So I, you know. You go and you meet with your doctor and then you get a prescription. I feel like 
the number that he prescribed me was really high, but my dosage per day was like, I don't know, taking like a, um, prescribed Tylenol. Like a, like an 800 milligram Tylenol. Okay. Yeah. So actually let me clarify. So you went to your actual doctor, like the guy, like the doctor you always go to, to get the prescription. No. Okay. Cause I was going to say like, have you seen that show claws? <laughs> yeah, they're running the pain clinic. So I went to this place. Like, my, my I only really know what what's going on down here because obviously every state is a little different. Okay. So like, I saw this ad on Facebook for this uh, medical group. And they were like, "Try this survey, see if you qualify." So I'm like, "Okay." So obviously they qualified me. So they have me come in, and really the rules are: it's like 275 or so dollars to come in and visit. And if we don't approve you, we'll right. refund it in full. So what does that tell you? Right. They want the money for their time. Yeah. You're walking out of there with a card. So, um, you know, they pull me back. And before I can even fill out the questionnaire on that little iPad they had, the doctor's in. He's really rushed. He, I'm like, you know, I mean, I legitimately have really bad back pain pretty often. And actually, you know, <laughs> smoking weed illegally, I know definitely helps. Yeah. So let's try it <laughs> legally. And um, he's like, OK, I really want to help you. And um we're not going to put any pain BS in here. Tell me about something that has traumatized you. So I'm like, you know, <laughs> I, I come up with a few things that might work. And he's like, PTSD, here's your prescription. So, <laughs> so what it is, it's not really a prescription. They just write it out. I think what they write out is like the maximum they can do. So that yeah, way when you okay. go to the dispensary, you can just go and buy whatever you want, really. Um, so yeah, like right now you're in the period where you wait. So like for me, you know, you, you get approved you pay the state and it was like a three to four week turnaround time before you got your card. And up there, what you need to look at, download an app called Leafly because it'll tell you what different strains do to you, but also it'll help you find the dispensaries around you. And what's cool is um, like one down here. I don't really want to say names. I think it's an advertisement. No, yeah, that's fine. It's it's, it's called (laughs) TrueLeave. I'm pretty sure they're everywhere, but they're the ones that deliver. And what's cool is down here, the locations say, you know, $75 off of $150 spent when you get your card or you renew it. And that's what the okay. state of Florida charges you is that 75. So it's like they almost pay you to do it. You know, they give you free product. Yeah. So that's totally okay. worth it. Um, yeah. And then down the line, like every couple of like every month and a half or so, you're going to get an email because they have to follow up with you and ask you what strains you've tried and how it's helped you. Do you, you know, um, what do you think it's working? And um, it only lasts like the card technically lasts for 210 days. So I'm getting ready. I'm around to the point where I have to actually go visit that doctor again to tell them, you know, I, I, I continue want to continue using it um, so they can re up my or reinstate, I guess the prescription. <laughs> no, no, no. Right. Because you have to go. F- yeah. You have, we have to go from street jargon to now like, you know, Hey, this is, yeah. Okay. <laughs> and basically, I, I I am excited for this conversation with you because going into this process, it was like, what? Like, you know, I'm talking about, you know, back pain and whatever else, you know, from drag and all these things. Uh-huh. And it just was like, no, they were like, no, cool. Well, you're going to have this and that's going to work. And then go pay for your appointment for next week. <laughs> okay yeah yeah so it's just, it's just like that like i said it's the show clause you come in with money they give you what you want <laughs> yeah <laughs> the pain clinic yeah i was like 
yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but, um, but, and then, you know, honestly, when I've gone into the, uh, the dispensaries, they're like this, what they write down at the, at the doctor's office is not actually a prescription. It's just the max. So they, they actually okay. will sit down and they'll tell you like, this is how it breaks down. And they'll, they'll, they'll teach you like TB, THC to CBD and, um, like the ratios and what they'll do. But down here by county, you can get different things. So like in Tampa, I can get the, like the oil vapes, which are pretty good. I mean, you know, the husband and I smoke, you know, well, I don't smoke while I work for my day job, but I'll get off work at five. So like from five until midnight, I'm high, you know? So, right. um, <laughs> we, we smoke pretty, pretty steadily outside of work hours. And those little vials last us each like two weeks. Like I'll buy each of us one and, um, they last us two weeks a piece, which is really okay. good. You know I mean? It's, it's not bad. It's like, 75 bucks where normally that's like what a quarter <laughs> yeah um but i mean if you go down to miami you can actually get like the flower the actual buds so speaking of that where i'm where i am at here um like uh pensacola area you can get i he was explaining to me you can get the some of the bud but they're like flower cups for the vape yeah, yeah, that's actually what I'm referring to. They don't sell you the literal okay. flower, but what it is, it's, like, okay. yeah, it's like designed to go into like one of those <laughs> volcano things that blows up a bag but of yeah. air. But there's videos on YouTube um, of how to open those. Okay. Oh, okay, that's cool. <laughs> you bust it open. Well, I mean, yeah, it's just the weed yeah. in there. Okay, which would make more sense. Like, what? <laughs> why would you? Anyways, yeah, okay. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, but definitely, like I said, download Leafly because I know one of the dispensaries on there looked, um, or I looked at it and they had those pods with the flower in it, and they like th- this must have been like a like a mom and pop one because it was like this breaks down to one blunt or three joints. <laughs> like, okay, okay. Thanks. that's helpful. That's how I know how to measure it. <laughs> <laughs> See, okay. oh, that's funny. I, gosh, so. I wish it was going to be like when I went to Vegas um, and walking into a dispense there, which was like, ugh, I, I don't even know how to explain it. Because it's just it literally recreational, was like, right? Yeah, like I, I just was on the recreational side. The medical side was a whole nother side locked away. Right. Yeah, I have yet to experience that. It's not like that down <laughs> here. Like when we go in, my husband sits in the lobby while I go in and shop. <laughs> <laughs> like they, they oh, were really well, strict about that. Like, well, I was happy in Vegas that as long as he had an eye, like you know, because it was recreational, he could come in and shop. But he was like, "This is boring." It's like, sorry, guy. Like, he's not a smoker. <laughs> yeah, and no, he's not a smoker. Yeah. Um, but with us currently looking to relocate um, to somewhere in Florida. Mm-hmm. Uh, that may change <laughs> since um, he found out at my appointment that they, pers- I guess they make a AM pill, so it gives you energy. At like, mm-hmm. so um, I don't know something that he's thinking of potentially doing. Not sure yet. Yeah, and you know what? Honestly, I mean, now I think now you know the, the the closer we get to legalizing it and all that, we're getting like better stuff now. Or as I remember being like fourteen and fifteen years old in high school in the parking lot and like smoking like 
oregano or dirt weed, you know, yeah. like it's come a long way. And they, like the way that they do stuff now is really, really cool. Like the, the pills, yeah, they separate it between, you know, sativa, um, indica and the hybrids. But they, they also tell you this one's like one you take in the morning, you take this before bed. Um, yeah, it's really cool, like how kind of regulated it is. And for me, it's just kind of cool, like. Like I'm, I'm used to like the street weed, and even though it's dro, yeah. it's like I, it's, it's kind of cool that this was government grown, <laughs> not right, government grown, but know. regulated at least. <laughs> right, and that's something I was kind of trying to explain to my even my mom because she does have like crazy migraines and all these other pains, you know, that you really get for being older. Mm-hmm. And, you know, even like hearing this backing information from you, um, even on the podcast, I, like, I hope that'll be educational for even somebody else out there, because it's just like, you know, w- literally what you get on the street or find on the street, anything could have been done to it. You don't know. You're just trusting like, all right. But now yeah. this is like, <laughs> yeah, it is from the government. But hey, you know. Well, not necessarily <laughs> the government, I guess, but it's like at least or regulated. At least like it's got to yeah, be done a certain way. Yeah, and I mean, like it, it, there's definitely a lot of you know, like the medicinal benefits to it. Like I don't understand. Well, I mean, yeah. I get why you know because they the government wanted to make it illegal in jail for it obviously but i mean it's not so many medical benefits and you see so many videos of like not only kids but dogs having seizures and it's stopping with the the syringe of the oil in the mouth and i mean it definitely does help me with my back pain and um anxiety and i mean it's awesome and i mean i now that i'm not drinking as much i definitely prefer it to drinking because drinking you know you you get the hangover you make a fool of yourself there's photos on the internet Mm -hmm. you don't want (laughs) 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 the only photo making it to the internet is me on the couch with the dogs and a bunch of snacks you know when i'm high so it's just much better there's really no downside to it you know i don't I don't ever feel tired. I don't feel like I need it, but I know, I mean, recreationally, as soon as I log off work, I'm having some, you know, but it's not yeah. like I need it. It's just, it's just something, it's just so good. And, um, I know my mother's starting to get a lot of like aches and pains and my grandmother's getting up there in age. So I've been trying to kind of push them on the idea as well. Cause I'm like, why not? You know, you try, you, you know, yeah. you know, all our lives we've taken pills that we're telling you're going to do this and do that, but let's try something natural. Like, why not? Yeah. Yeah, I, I completely agree. Like that was my stepmom before she passed last year. Like I literally mm-hmm. sat on the front porch and like smoked with her. I was I kind of was like confused, but she was like, first of all, like I don't know why you've not been around here smoking with me." Secondly, like, <laughs> I'm, like, <laughs> I'm like I'm just so confused right now. <laughs> why haven't you been like, sharing? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, <laughs> it's all that was. But also in that same moment, it was like, you know, if anything that you do is more like, you know, I would prefer you do this, you know, knowing how she went out and knowing that smoking weed for however long she's been doing it has been the only thing that's Help. kept her, you know, yeah. Mm hmm. Yeah, yeah, it's a crazy so. thing to think about, and it does just take the edge off, even if you're just having a rough day. Smoke a little bit. I mean, <laughs> yeah. weed is a relaxer, and it brings people together, but also apart. You can all be sitting on the couch. Like, a couple weeks ago, or last week, I had a bunch of the queens from the show at Honeypot here, and we were rehearsing and trying on the costumes I was sewing, and we were smoking, and then all of a sudden, I look up from my phone, and I'm like, when did we stop rehearsing, sit down, and all stare at our phones? Like, how long have we been sitting here? It brings you together, right. <laughs> but it separates you as well. You know, as long as you're together, it's good. But I mean, 
never had a bad experience. Yeah. Agree, agree. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, so let me see. All right. So one of the lethally, I think you, let me see. It's downloaded now. So <laughs> now that I have this open. Oh, okay. Now I can look at this a little bit better. Now, see, it tells me what's around me. There's a true leave near me and a yeah. Sertira. Okay. Yeah, and somewhere in there, you look for, there's something that says, like, promotions or something. And that's where I found the $75 off of 150 Oh, you go to deals. Okay. New pa- oh, new patient discount. Yep. And that's from all of Maybe. the ones around you. So it's like they make it just so convenient. Like speaking of this, actually, have you seen that show? God, what's it called? Um, Bong Appetit, where they cook with it. Yes, uh, I was trying to think of this in the doctor's office. Yeah, it's <laughs> so cool. Like the way that they cook it. Like I like all the most of the meals. Some of it just looks nasty, you know. I mean, I don't yeah. like certain foods, but I, I'm just like I need to be on one of those episodes tasting that food. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, that, like I think it's pretty cool. Um, I like the grilled cheese that he did. I think that was one of like the first episodes. Um, I don't even remember, but it was. Yeah, it looked. Uh, yeah, but the fact that everybody's like either found a way to convert it into like a butter or infuse it um, into one of the vegetables, I thought that was really cool. And then, then having tried a hemp smoothie, actually where I couldn't taste the hemp, left an intriguing state. I don't know if y'all have gotten <laughs> into that down there yet. Like um, like in Kentucky, it, they're doing like a lot of the CBD oil cocktails or um, hemp CBD oil smoothies. Hmm. Yeah, no, I've not seen that. Mm-hmm. That sounds delicious. <laughs> it, it was... It was a, it was a very interesting experience. It was, I don't know how to explain it. It gave you like your smoothie kick, but at the same time, like over, I don't know, maybe five to ten minutes, I just kind of like came into this intense happy calm, which was okay. <laughs> well, that's good. <laughs> I mean, see, I thought you were going to tell me like it's like edibles because I I remember one time this every time I think about edibles, I always think about this one time I, um, a friend and I we went to go see the Beyonce concert, the Formation tour. And uh, okay. she had <laughs> she had two big ass chocolate chip <laughs> cookies on her. And like, we're going to eat this during the concert. We're just going to, you know, chill. And we're going up and security is heavy. So she's like, we got to eat these cookies. So I ate my entire cookie. And she can only eat half of her, so I eat the other half of hers. And we're walking through security, and I'm chewing up this chocolate chip cookie. So we sit down, and I'm like, girl, how many doses technically was that? She's like, each cookie was like maybe four or six. And I'm like, so I had cool. <laughs> like either six or eight servings. <laughs> so I was sitting there. By the time Beyonce came out, I was just sitting there just staring at those screens like, wow. <laughs> this is so good. <laughs> just dead. Edibles make like like get me stuck to the couch. You know, it's just like it's always like those memes. It's like these edibles ain't shit. Oh. <laughs> Literally, that was my Vegas experience. Once I realized we was recreational and I could go in, like I went a little crazy, but when in Rome, like it all hit me. Yeah, like 
<laughs> Clay was like, you went from yeah to mm. Mm-hmm. I was like, I'm sorry. <laughs> I remember it. I took some photos. I, <laughs> I didn't know. <laughs> I may not look like it, but I am having a good time. <laughs> <laughs> right? I was like, there was a cop right there as I was lighting up. It was wonderful. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's... Oof. Actually, you know, uh, you're, those uh, smoothies, I'm just thinking about it. I remember I th- my husband, I don't forget where he saw it, but he saw something about weed coffee. That intrigues me because I love yeah. me some coffee. But, I, you know, obviously I wouldn't be able to have a downer with my coffee. So I'm thinking it's probably that well, AM <laughs> thing your husband found. I'm going to need to look more into that. Okay, yeah. Let yeah. Me, yeah, when he he gets back, I think he actually wants to get us some little snacks. <laughs> You I will ahead. ask him where he put that pamphlet. You, you go get us some food. I'm just going to go ahead and work on my podcast. <laughs> <laughs> well, because we're house hunting. So, like, we've we've been in a hotel for uh, – let's go into it. So, <laughs> mm. um, so, my grandmother died. His job closed. <laughs> oh, man. Well, I know we've been I, talking on text, but on the on the yeah. podcast, I would like to say, you know, I'm very sorry for your loss, Naomi. I know that, <laughs> I know that was difficult for you, but with his job closing too, I mean, goddamn, two things in a row. Yeah. So the little job, the extra job that I was starting to be like, all right, let's you know, kind of swing over. I halted that, and I was like, well, you know what? Let me deal with all this. So mm-hmm. like, we're doing that. So, you know, um, that kind of knocked me off a little bit. And, and yeah, you know, we have been in touch. So, you know, again, thank you. Mm-hmm. Thank you very much for still doing this and being there and yeah. being a friend. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but, yeah, you know, you know, hanging out with the family. Family is back together. And, you know, drinking and everybody smoking and all that. I, I just, I don't know, we're at it now. In the hotel and... And he just didn't want to be in here um, through this. Mm. Or, and I kind of felt guilty because, you know, I'm like, well, we need to go look in these areas for a new house. And and the area that we're in now, I want him to kind of be able to go explore it on his own. Because right. if I'm, you know, at home costuming or, you know, doing my thing, like, I'm, I can't hold your hand. <laughs> Right, and like, I don't want I you sitting you, here. But... I don't want you sitting here and blaming me for being bored. Yeah, like you know. <laughs> so I, you know, whatever. He was gonna go and have Mexican or drink beer, and I was like, "All right." So he said he was gonna go to the store. So bring back some snacks. I'm please, gonna be high. Please and thank you. <laughs> yes, bring back the snacks. It'll be a joint ready if you'd like it when you get back. I know you don't smoke, so yeah, I'll have it, but it'll be there just yeah. in case. He will drink, so he he would have been great for back in the day with us. You oh. know, like he, <laughs> right? You know, it's funny. Like I have been thinking about the technical back in the day moments. You know what I can remember, and it's just oh, what a mess. We were a mess. I'm surprised we didn't get into trouble. Oh my gosh. I, you know, (laughs) I remember, do you remember, um, I forgot where we went, but it was me, you and Tiffany McRae. This could be several Uh. stories, but we were, I don't know whose car we were in, but we got dropped (laughs) off at my house in, in Ebor. 
and y'all had to go to bed to go to the bathroom so bad that one of y'all, I think, ran around the side of the house, pulled your pants down and pissed on the side of the house. And the other one just. No, you know, that was that was uh, her because you you had all the tights and stuff. You had to really like start pulling them down. You're in the streets, like trying to pull down your tights and your pads like <laughs> you had to piss. <laughs> and then you, I think you went over to where uh, Tiffany was uh, and peed there like if it was a urinal, like you went in the same exact spot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like out yeah, in public, panties down. How did nobody see that? <laughs> oh, my God. I'm much more reserved these days. I prefer behind the building, behind a bush. <laughs> yeah. You know what? It's crazy. Uh, I don't know if it's age or finally my body's like, you just can't do all that, like all that partying anymore. Yeah. But it's like, I can't. Like after, like we used to throw them back. Like we could drink everybody under the table. But Oh my gosh. Now it's like, <laughs> I mean, I still technically physically can, but my body the next day is just like, like it's not the same. I can't just get up and go. Yeah. Like I'm on the couch for at least a day. I can't. Yeah. I, I have a life. I can't do all that anymore. <laughs> now it's wine, some champagne, and if I want to drink, hopefully happy hour drinking so I can roll into. Yeah. You know, like my husband's really got me into like ciders right now, which is which is pretty cool. Uh -huh. It's basically like beer. I mean, I like beer, but like the ciders are pretty cool yeah. if you get a little flavor in there. Every now and then I'll make like Bloody Marys at home or something, but really not very yeah. heavy on the booze. I mean, even now when I go to the bar, you know, I'll it sounds crazy when I say this, but when I get there, I get two shots in a Red Bull, but it's, I take one shot at the bar and I take the other one with me to take before I perform. And then that's that. I might go down and have one more, but I probably won't. Not, yeah, not even. I can literally admit every time I'm at Cabaret or I'm in a bar, like I can do my two shots and I'm content because usually it's like, all right, here's your pay. All right, I'm done. Bye. Yeah. Um, Bingo's a little bit different. I'm there for two hours. So, yeah, I may drink a whole bottle of wine. Well, yeah. But <laughs> I'm there for two hours talking. What else am I going to do? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Sitting there and your uh, pads are pushing in and your tights are cutting off your circulation. You're on your waist. So you got to have that drink. My high's high completely gone, you know, like... <laughs> Well, you know what? Once you get that card, uh, you'll you'll be able to have the vape. Actually, uh, there was a couple weeks, um, December and January, where I just couldn't drink because um, I had this. I wouldn't say the flu. I would call it the plague, where it okay. was like it was horrible, and then I would start to feel better, and then it would come back with a vengeance. And it did that to me like three times, and each time was worse. So I had to go through two separate cycles of different antibiotics because I guess I'm getting immune oh. to one of them. I forget which one. Hopefully okay. my doctor remembers in the future. But I couldn't drink for a couple of weeks. So I brought my vape with me. And they're announcing me, like, you know, give it up. It's a Lisa Summer. So I go ahead and I'll take like three fast puffs. And as soon as I walk on stage and that spotlight hits me, I'm like, oh, I feel good. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so yeah, it's good. Yeah, take a couple puffs right before you perform. It's so worth it. I know I probably looked baked on stage, but it was it was such a good show, in my opinion. <laughs> I note it because I, it, you know, my little cabaret audience, they're used to me generally being very stoned. Um, <laughs> I remember being in Tampa and St. Pete performing, sometimes even being tipped um, in weed or having somebody there waiting to go out back and smoke, you know? Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> that that's just kind of exciting you know to be like all right let me hit this vape real quick and then all right off to mm -hmm. the number all right exactly exactly <laughs> it is just too convenient you know and it's small too right. so it's like i mean if you forget to if you don't have somewhere to put it just put it in your bra 
It ain't coming out. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's good. Yeah, I like it. I'm ex- I'm excited. I'm excited. Excited to be a legal a legal head. <laughs> well, yeah, and right now, um, I know with that, what they're trying to do is like decriminalize it. Like, if you have the card on you, because right now it's kind of up to the cop when they pull you over. Like, yeah. if you have it on you, it's kind of up to their discretion. They need to take the card into consideration, but they may not. But you know, hopefully, coming soon, you know, they're gonna get it to where as long as you have the card, you won't get in trouble. But you just gotta, you know, mind your P's and Q's. Try not to have it visible yeah. in the car, stuff like that. Okay. Yeah. You know. Typical, you know, typical rules of the road. <laughs> mm-hmm. I remember uh, my friend uh, Melody and I, back in the day after high school, um, we used to always roll, like, we were 18, 19 years old, and we would have, um, you know, a blunt and the bag of weed. And the deal was, we always had beverages in the car, and the deal was, if the cops pull us over, you're eating the bag, and I'm eating the blunt. And the drinks were there to help us wash it down. <laughs> so <we laughs> always had drinks in the car, because you just never know. <laughs> yeah. We never had to do it, but it was planned. (laughs) (laughs) Now that's marijuana Uh, abuse if you had to eat it. Oh, completely. uh, I can't even accidentally drop a nugget around Cosimo because he'll like literally eat it and be content. He's he's reaping the benefits too. They they process it as well. Um, you know, one of my dogs, my new puppy, um, the husky I adopted about a year and a half ago, um, she is like super allergic. So really? I don't know because oh. when she was younger, um, she's a little better now, but she used to like put her nose on stuff that was on the table, and I, I don't know if she like ate a couple of blunt roaches or if she ate actual nuggets. But there was a, like a a couple days where she would like not have a seizure, but she was like shaking, like she was nervous and she would like piss herself wherever she was. And it was really weird. And, um, took her to the vet and they were like, that sounds like an allergy to marijuana. Do you guys know anybody who smokes? And we're like, no, but it, she was just at the babysitter for a couple of days while we were out of town. <laughs> <laughs> but no, she's good. She's so smart. As soon as she sees like um, the bowl packed or uh, join it rolled, she gets up and she puts herself in her little condo out of the way until we're done. And then she sneaks back in. So she's good. She takes care oh, of herself. Okay. It's like, oh, you bitches ain't going to tell me, so I'm getting the fuck out of here. Here we go again. <laughs> I'll be right back. <laughs> <laughs> No, yeah, Cosmo, I don't know. He loves it. He just is like, give me a little nug, uh, a little bit of the nug. He'll chew it like it's catnip or some shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, some dogs Run his love little it. Lap. Yeah, like <laughs> like my two little chihuahuas, you'll be smoking and they'll like put your, put their, uh, well, the one's getting, one of them's getting kind of old now, so he moves away. But they used to put like their, their noses like in the smoke that you exhaled, like, mmm, so good. Yeah. And then run mm. to the food bowl. But they're getting a little old now. I don't think they can handle it anymore. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> I need to come visit soon. I know. <laughs> I know. It's been a while. And even last time you were here, you were here for like all like my house for all of like an hour. And you know, I don't go out. So yeah. it's like we gotta do something yeah. other than going to the bar. Cause at this point, I go to the bar to perform. It's like otherwise it's just like yeah. I'm out spending money on drinks and I'm not twenty one yeah. anymore. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> The power once again. I th- that little stint in Wilton Manor taught me and made me appreciate the power of happy hour. <laughs> yeah, d- like oh, you mean like only drinking during happy hour? You mean? Yeah, and like even then, like limiting it because mm-hmm. <laughs> there it was just like ridiculous. Like 
you can live literally across the street from the bar and, and affordable housing and like go drink affordably every day. Oh yeah, I see what you mean. I thought you meant like as a rule, just drink during happy hour and you won't get too fucked up. But then I see what you mean now. <laughs> no, no. Now you can go get super fucked up <laughs> at a reasonable <laughs> price. Pay your bills. <laughs> yeah, like a responsible person. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> oh. Yeah, see, like, living across the yeah. street, that would kill me. Because I know, obviously, you know, I used to live in Ebor, and that was the problem. There was yeah. every single night, I think, <laughs> except for Mondays, every, there was a bar open with a special, and all the neighbors and everybody that was down there wanted to go have a drink or, uh, you know, ending the serving shift at Hamburger Mary's, and they want to all go have a drink, cut guilty. to it 4 a.m., <laughs> you know, like, what are we still doing out here? You know, it's, it's, it's just yeah. too close to say no. I had to get up out of there. <laughs> <laughs> They say you got to see your patterns and break them. I, yeah. I trust me. I had about what, a good oh my God. five, six years of horrible patterns and I'm done. <laughs> uh, like there's a, there's a meme out there that says something like, um, you know, people are out there talking about how you used to be. They don't even care about how you currently are. And I'm like, well, I'm sure, you know, though some of those stories right. were a hot mess. I'm sure they're still being told, but I mean, well, yeah, I'm I'm nice and comfortable now. I mean, I'm not worried about it. It happened. I did it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I actually, I went out for a low key night with some high school friends um, on Monday, and one of the people that I used to drink with when I was like eighteen, nineteen was like, "Oh, you're very reserved now," and I just looked like, "You have no idea." Like. <laughs> Like it just—I don't know. It was just bringing up the the memories of us puking um, on a forty-five minute drive, like that drive to Sarasota, like going there and just getting shit-faced and driving back <laughs> over this bridge and like trying to hold the vomit in. Oh my god! Like, yeah, oh. I forgot that. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Or yelling at, or yelling, drunkenly yelling at people going through drive-throughs and just, uh just. Trying to hold it together, even though everybody just ridiculous. Yeah, Whatever. yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like one of those. It's like a what would you call it? Like a, a transformation Tuesday. Like if there was like a video clip of us back then, like and then now, it's like it's just yeah. we did all of our crazy, crazy shit really, really early on, and now it's like some people that were all like, "Oh, I don't drink, I don't smoke." Now, now they're going all ham and on shit, and we're like, "Uh, not for me. I've done it." Uh, yeah. Yeah, like I'm like, oh, are there going to be people under 25 there? <laughs> and I'm just like, uh. <laughs> Will this be an adult event? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, Marge, I, I figured out I had to calm down when I showed up with jello shots to an old people event. It was like, no. <laughs> I guess I'm drinking these by myself or telling them it's just regular jello. <laughs> right. <laughs> That's funny. Said, oh my god! <laughs> yeah, that was the last Halloween party I was invited to. <laughs> I haven't been invited back. <laughs> that, that's fine. That's fine. They're lost. But oh, it's funny. It's okay. They still go and feed my fish when I'm out of town, so it's fine. Keeping the fish alive, <laughs> the 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 grandbabies. Right. <laughs> right. Oh my goodness. Um, yeah, we just kind of been 
actually, this has been a wonderful conversation, and I'm happy it's felt more like that than even um, really a, an interview. <laughs> yeah. You know, um, I'm happy to kind of even get, get out and be able to show your personality, if that makes sense, um, through audio more, which I feel like that a lot of that was missed on that blink of drag race. <laughs> yeah. And, um, yeah, like it just, what else is going on with you? Like any fun drag stuff going up? I know like we haven't even touched any of the craziness that you've uh, done with TLC. Um, Oh yeah. I forgot. Meeting, we talking- you know, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> any, anything girl. Um, yeah. I mean, well, I mean, as far as anything going on crazy, I mean, as far as with drag, I mean, that's just pretty much like status quo. You know, I've got my gig at the Honeypot. Yeah. Everything's good. Now we're, um, they just opened uh, G St. Pete. So now Saturdays are kind of crazy because um, we work both in St. Petersburg and in Tampa in one night. So it's like we we go to G-Bar, perform at 11, and then hop in the car in full drag, drive across the bridge, get out of the car, run into the Honeypot and perform there. So, I mean, that's kind of a fiasco, but it's fun. I think it's fun. <laughs> and it's nice to make double the money in one night. You know, obviously, you know, the money is a big factor, but <laughs> yeah, that's, that's good. Yeah. And I like it. You know, it's, um, it's been a lot of fun. We just did a, a production, you know, now that we have, um, it's actually four of us technically on cast, but one of us takes like a weekend off so we can still have special guests. Um, but now we're doing like monthly production. So that's pretty cool. Like, um, it's been a while since we've done that. So it's like, uh, had people over here and we, um, you know, we, we we rehearsed the song and I gathered money from everybody and bought fabric and sewed everybody's costumes, which is kind of cool. You know, going from not knowing how to sew to just being like, yeah, I can sew four costumes in a, in five days. No problem. <laughs> you know, it's just okay. one of those things. It was like, it's shocking to me that I was able to do it. Love how they came out. And um, so, yeah, things are I think that's going to be a pretty cool addition to kind of like our lineup that we're doing here. Kind of break up that whole that whole status quo, you know, because that's like where I'm at with drag. Honestly, I mean. That's how it feels, like kind of like stagnant, where I get kind of bored sometimes. Uh, it's like uh-huh. going to the same bar. You know, I have my routine. Like I said, I go to the bar and I get the two shots. I finish getting ready. I take it out, take it off when I get out, out off my sh- uh, the stage. You know, it's it's all pretty much like the same thing. So this will be nice to kind of break it up because when you get bored at something is when you start phoning it in. And that's what mm-hmm. I don't want. I don't want to be like, ooh, Elisa used to be sickening. <laughs> she still right. is, girl. She's just tired and her back hurts. <laughs> understood understood uh crazy well you know we've been chatting off off record about things anyway so some of those will will um, will happen for sure i know right um okay yeah let me know because you know yeah um, but you know, cause it, it I will say, cause I have my little routine. I, I will say that I am thankful to have uh, a relationship with the owner of uh, the cabaret where I can actually decide when I want to come in to work and actually be appreciated, you know, for yeah. the moments that I want to be in there, you know? And yeah. And potentially relocating to to be here, you know, 
it, I, I'm just happy that he's like receiving me to let me come in and like do other things rather th than only perform because I know we have new girls coming in that want to perform. Like I've performed, like if you need me to sit and host karaoke girl, I'll sit and host karaoke. Mm -hmm. You just pay that fee, you know? Um, you right. know, just basically giving me something different, <laughs> different to do. So I'm not as bored, you know? Yeah, exactly. Like I do whatever you want. Uh, this is what it costs for me to walk in the door and I'll be there. But yeah, I mean, it's right, good that you, you, know? you have like a, a closer relationship like that with your, with the owner, you know, that's kind of how it is with me as well. You know, cause you know, the, the owner's like, you know, like the two Steve's yeah. and Ernie and everybody, like we're all like pretty cool. So it's all, it really is. It makes it like a family where it's like, you, you do kind of go yeah. in, you do the same thing, but you, you know, you're excited to see everybody that's there and say hi. And it's nice when one of them comes in from out of town and like, cause one, you know, Moss lives away now. So it's nice when they come in and visit, but it's, it's nice to have that, that connection with them. It's not just somebody who hires the show director to book the girls and that you never see because that, yeah. you know, you don't mean anything to them. You're not, you know, you're, you're a dime a dozen in that situation. They get rid of you and replace you in no time. Whereas when you have a relationship with them, they know your value. So they'll keep working yeah. you and working with you in order to make sure that, you know, both you and the business are, are succeeding. Yeah. That's a really completely important factor. Agree. Completely, completely, completely. I, I will just, because <laughs> I've worked with some interesting bars. I've worked with some amazing amazing bars and then i've worked with yeah you know we've all mm -hmm. <laughs> we've all done some stuff that it's like what was i thinking you know girl um, i don't think you can top this story this one time i remember i worked at this bar for somebody that we all know but i'm not going to say any names because i'm not going to slander anybody but i worked at this bar said hi to this owner and um you know obviously i was okay this is showtime make sure you're ready to do this find me over here and i'll give you pay after the show she hit it during the show. Didn't pay me. <laughs> and then disappeared. Disappeared. Thankfully, I ran into her at a, a friend's house, you know, living anymore. You know what I'm talking about. And I was like, oh, hey, girl, where's that money? <laughs> it's just shady. Like, people like to take advantage. And it's like, bitch, I came to work for you. Like, this was my fee. Don't leave. I mean, if you're going to leave, leave the money in my bag. Okay. Speaking of shady characters from Tampa. <laughs> oh. So um I can tell you the story, you'll know who I'm talking about. <laughs> well, I don't even know. I was probably doing drag a year um officially in Tampa. Okay. Uh, maybe two, I don't know, but I just started at Hamburger Mary's and I we I think we were booked out of town maybe. Or maybe I was out of town. No, I was out of town in Miami with uh, Yada Sophia um, at house. But anyways, I the, I came back to this voicemail of her calling me a useless nigger black bitch. <laughs> and <laughs> oh, okay, I know who you're talking about. It took me a minute. <laughs> <laughs> and she denied it. Okay, so. Yeah, so I had that, you know, reading moment. I, I really wish I could find that screenshot. But anyway, so now she's, like, messaging me on Twitter and, like, I don't know. I'm like, girl, like, no. Like, <laughs> I yeah. don't understand. Yeah, that was a whole fiasco back then. And it was like, but you know what, though? I mean, I get it. 
but I, you know, I don't remember a lot about it. Um, but um, you know, to me, it was it was weird the way it all came out because the voicemail wasn't left for you; it was left for somebody else who forwarded it to you, right? Uh huh. And then it, it kind of just yeah. And then that person that forwarded it to you is notorious for making sure that everybody knows about what's going on. Uh huh. So it became this whole fiasco, which you know sometimes things can get out, you know, taken out of proportion. Mm-hmm. Obviously, she shouldn't have said what she did, but back then we were all you know partying so hard it could have just been something that wasn't meant to be said or something. But mm-hmm. I mean, it was wrong at the time, and it was a fiasco, and she lost a lot of her jobs, rightfully so. Yeah. But I mean, I have seen her not down here. I've seen her in pictures in other cities and stuff. And I mean, it's one of those things that's hard because I've always been like, you know, you fuck with me, you're dead with me. That's it. But now, like, getting a little older and trying not to be so, I guess, angry and bitter. And so, like, you know, I mean, trying to, like, forgive and forget or like, you know what, even though we didn't agree in the past, you know, I mean, I'll I'll talk to you and I'll be cordial. I'll say hi. But yeah, but yeah, I mean. To me, the way I would feel if I were in your position is, what the fuck are you messaging me for? What do you want? What do you want, a booking? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Like, I haven't responded. I just look at the request like, what? Yeah. Like, no. Okay. Yeah. Oh, no. Yeah. I remember one time she, uh, this this particular person was was at Honeypot, and I was talking about her to one of the other showgirls or the show director, I don't remember who it was, and we walk out of the dressing room, and there she is, just standing there, like, "Ooh, how long have you been listening? <laughs> <laughs> you don't even work Ain't here. What are you doing in the, like, near the dressing room? You know, you're supposed to be upstairs." <laughs> oh, girl. Fuck. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, that was a mess. I remember we were working at Hamburger Mary's when that all dropped, and it was just a mess. None of us wanted to work. We were just following the drama. <laughs> <laughs> Oh wow! Uh, Crazy time. Holy shit! I think it's worth a reply. See maybe what she wants, or maybe she has some sort of a you know apology or something. You never know. People might surprise you. This is true. This is true. You know, um, maybe maybe I'll get through you know this moment of things and like uh, pray on it or sleep on it. You know, a little bit because. I don't know. I just really still felt some kind of way trying to talk to her like off social media as an adult. And then it's like, oh, so you can't like talk to me um, or respond to me like, you know, like an adult. So now we have to go to social media to do that. I think that's, of anything, what like left me more offended in the end. (laughs) Okay. Yeah. I see what you're getting at there. I see. Yeah, some things are better done in person. Yeah, you're right. But I mean, um, I don't know. I mean, there could be a bad motive behind it. It Could not be. It's just I'm. That's that's like I said. I'm just trying to get to the point where just give everybody the benefit of the doubt. And if anything, keep them at arm's length. Be cordial, but just be like, all right, girl, I'll 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 see you later. That's just a better way to do it. (laughs) Understood. Agreed. Heard. I I I will take that in all facets of um, life. Yeah. And actually, speaking <laughs> speaking of that, um, no, I don't even want to go there. Oh, <laughs> no, I was just like, um, I was gonna go um, back to. Um, it just made me think of the whole Vanjie thing and her moment of elimination and how that just blew up. Mm-hmm. 
<laughs> yeah. <laughs> dot dot I, dot. Like I feel, I feel you're like side eye and smirk like really. <laughs> I mean. She, she, you know, the, the game that she played, I mean, I re- well, hold on. I remember her from being a backup dancer for Alexis. So she was just like a a, right. a, a boy that was painted. I had no idea that she was doing drag and she had started doing drag um, that I was aware of, like just a couple of, it felt like weeks, but I guess a couple of months before she got casted on the show. But I mean, the bitch is beautiful. Um, I didn't really mm-hmm. know a lot about her, so I didn't really know what to expect, but I, you know, we all in the, you know, even though you're not supposed to tell anybody that you went to the show, we all, everybody knew she went because, you know, yeah. when somebody disappears for two to five weeks, you're going to notice that they're disappearing. Um, yeah. and you know, but she was really good about keeping her mouth shut about one, about, about being on the show and how she did. So I didn't know what to expect. So, I mean, even though what she created didn't look the way she thought on stage, what I thought what she was serving was sickening. I mean, that bitch's mug is beautiful and i didn't realize how much of a personality that she had and honestly i don't think that her walking backwards saying her name over and over she knew what she was doing i think she was just at a loss for words and didn't know what to do (laughs) but it worked you know it worked it was just ridiculous enough to make it popular to make it a recurring theme on the show and to bring her back okay you know just yeah I mean, if they're going to bring somebody back, it should be for something that went viral like that. You know, like, um, yeah, I don't remember. Like, I mean, I love Shangela, but I don't remember on season three what they what the actual reason they said for bringing her back was. I think it's probably something along those lines where they, you know, they thought she was sickening and they wanted to bring her back. But I don't remember what it actually was. But for me, that's uh-huh. just on that show. It's just like, all right, enough of the, the gimmicks. Let it just be a contest. I don't want to see, OK, nobody goes home or here's a girl you've already seen before with a bunch of new girls or um, we're gonna bring back four girls. Let's see which one stays. It's it's just enough of the gimmicks. Like let's make it a game again. Um, like this season of All Stars, while it was entertaining, I thought it was just too many, too many gimmicks. You know, and um, you know, I love Miss Latrice so much, always have. But I just felt like this season they were kind of trying to gear it toward her winning. You know, where bringing her back, but the only one that like brought back all the ones that had been eliminated, but the only one they brought back technically was, was her. Um, it was just a weird setup yeah. to me, the way that I felt. Um, and when talking to other people, they felt the same way that it, it looked like there was just a, a ploy to bring Latrice back, which I wasn't mad at, but why don't you just let it be a game the way it's supposed to be rather than trying to okay. keep changing things and stuff to make it come out <laughs> to the narrative that you want. Yeah. Okay. I don't know, girl. <laughs> I was there for all of three days. I don't know. My opinion don't matter. <laughs> what? Whatever, bitch. You've watched every episode of this show since the first season. Your opinion fucking matters. <laughs> you, you may have you made one episode, and that's that's a lot more opinion with credentials and backing than any of the other people out there giving out opinion. So yeah, it does matter. Well, you know what? You're right. You're right. You know, because that is a, a different. There's it's a different experience to have been on it. You're right. Because I and it's weird. Because I wonder, thinking about it, like how uh, Vanshee's experience was when she got back. Because I know when I got back, all the girls not not the girls in the show that I worked at, but all the other local girls and people that I thought were friends of mine were all very very jealous. Um, and people <laughs> were telling me like not jealous to my face, but I was hearing like. Oh, that bitch made it on Drag Race. I'm so much more sickening. Or I could have done this. Or like after it aired, oh, I could have sewn that costume. Yeah, yeah. Well, bitch, coulda, shoulda, woulda, but they didn't book you. 
You know, they booked me right. and because, <laughs> you know, looking back, I was not at my best. I should not have been, you know, applying at that point. Um, they didn't pick you. They picked me. So let's see how many years it takes you to get on there. Still haven't been. And we'll go from there. You know, it's just it's just weird. <laughs> it's just weird. Like how that whole experience coming back was it really showed you like the the real side of people and how they actually thought of you. Right. You know, it was really easy to cut people off after that. <laughs> well, <laughs> bitch, I re- don't get me started. I still remember that conversation. I well, since it, it's over, <laughs> I don't even know. Like when you're like, "Well, bitch," I was like, "No." <laughs> well, that could have been several well, conversations. <laughs> 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 Trying to place which one. <laughs> no 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 like you know how like when you her coming back experience but like you know as far as you coming back um um when you told me that you were back and you know before you really went into the swing of whatever or whatnot you know mm-hmm. like i know like how upset you were hell i was upset for you when you came back because i don't know being around i knew like how much you wanted it yeah, but then I guess I feel like I watched and I and I'm not mad at Benji for it. Like I know she's there for that that heightened personality, that um, that liveliness, the no fucks given. Mm-hmm. You know, <laughs> I mean, and she, you know, she it's it is what it is. Like bitch, that's what you want me to do. That's what I'm gonna do. Well, I said it earlier. Is the paycheck there? The paycheck's there. So yeah. hey, <laughs> and you know, when it breaks down, honestly, like she's gonna do so well. I mean, even no matter how far yeah. she makes it on the season, um, she's got like that big personality that will end up getting her more work. It doesn't really matter. Yeah, you know. So they brought her back yeah. probably to get her more exposure. Now the show's on VH1 of all places. Yeah. You know, so much exposure there, and these girls are doing such cool things now. You know, things that we weren't able to yeah. do back then. But you know, that that's the personality that they need to have on TV. Not somebody. You know, I don't know if you've seen the current season or the first episode, but like. Somebody that's just trying to get camera time by any means necessary or pushing a personality or something like that. Like she's, she's got it. Like she's quick on her feet. She's witty. Like she'll make it far. And for me, like I've got really a big personality. I mean, I can, I mean, I guess kind of I am, but not a lot. You know, I can't put it on camera for an 18 hour, 20 hour filming day, you know, and put it, 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 I don't know. It's wanting it was different than actually being there because the experience of being there and, being isolated like was just something i thought i was going to be ready for and wasn't and once i was there Uh, like it drove me crazy really quick okay (laughs) like i'm a loner i like being on my own and you know smoking (laughs) but i mean being isolated either to a hot set or your hotel room by yourself and that's it it was a nightmare in my opinion Okay. <laughs> no, but no, that's fair enough because, like you know, like I said, you were there. You were the experience. Yeah. This is this whole podcast, this whole write up that's happening on the homoculture dot com is about you. Well, yeah, that's you gonna know? be exciting. It's been a while since I've seen anything about me, and any positive thing about me. <laughs> <laughs> well, 
whatever. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the internet's a funny tool. Everybody's so nasty behind their keyboards, you know. And that that actually it really got under my skin. I'm sure you remember we had a couple emotional nights, yeah. but I mean, it is what it is, you know. I, I understand it yeah. now, and I don't pay attention to it anymore. I don't Google myself, <laughs> and it helps. <laughs> Oh, whatever, bitch. I think you're at a point where you should Google yourself and just even glimpse and say, okay, I did partake in that. I was there. That was me. Huh? Guilty. And then go away. I didn't I didn't say, you know, you don't got to click into it. <laughs> yeah. What is this? Yeah, you know, whatever. It just, it's nice to get have a reminder. That's true. That's true. I mean, every now and then I do look at the commercial because I think the commercial was so good, so well put together. And like things come up on my time hop. Like um, I remember because we had um, before they announced the cast, like a couple weeks before they had us all like on a like a conference call. Like this is going to be the timeline. We're going to announce the cast here. Um, It's going to be a teaser, but you can't say anything until we announce the actual cast. And then you can't really talk about it till it airs. And we're like, okay, so the teaser is going to come out. It's just going to look like a bunch of robots. We're fine. It was all of our boy pictures. So we're like, so I'm supposed to go to my gigs this weekend and say, I don't know who that is. It sure does look like me, but it's not me. <laughs> like that was so ridiculous. Um, but I mean, like, like that, that promo comes up and it makes me laugh every time. Or like the, the, there's like, like a gif of me, like, um, Vanna whiting that check at the end, the hundred thousand dollar check. And I remember being in there and being so ready to go home. Like after I got eliminated, it was like a, a Friday and then we did the commercial shoot on Saturday and then we had an off day on Sunday and then the girls went in to shoot season or episode two on Monday and I had nothing to do and no cell phone. They wouldn't give it back to me until I fl- flew out uh, on. Yeah. And so Monday I had nothing to do Tuesday. I had to do like exit interviews and talk to a psychologist because they make you do it before you go and after you get eliminated. And finally on Wednesday, they sent me home. So I was stuck in LA for five days. So when I went in to go shoot that thing with that, um, that check, they were giving me directions, like look sad and stuff. And I was just like, fuck that. I mean, I've been eliminated. You're not getting a bad shot of me. So I was like, smile. You want me to do it again? Smile. Look sad. Mm-mm. I'm not doing it. So I'm like, if you look at everybody else's, um, little video of them holding the check, they all look like they have like a, like a sad or let down face. And I'm just like Vanna Whiting. <laughs> <laughs> You're not getting me, bitch. <laughs> oh shit! I'm gonna have to look for that now. <laughs> yeah, it's good. It, I don't know where I. I mean, I have it stored on my phone, but there's like five thousand photos on my phone. You'll never find it unless Time Hop gives it to me. <laughs> okay, fair enough. Yeah, yeah, it's on there yeah. somewhere. I might be able to find it actually. I'll send it over to you. Yeah, but that's pretty funny. Like, I have some, like, fun little random memories like that. And then, like, you know, like, filming. There was a an article about, like, what it was like filming our reunion and how they didn't feed us. And then when they did feed us, it was nasty food. And, like, Latrice took her plate and threw it across the room. It landed on a table, slid <laughs> across the table, and landed in the trash. That all really happened. And we were all pissed because we were filming in, like, 30 minutes. And we were all in the back getting in drag. And we had been there since, like, 9 a.m. rehearsing and getting ready and blocking the stage and we hadn't been fed we were all in the same boat so they scrambled and they got us nice food and it got delivered as we started to film so we got to smell it on our way out (laughs) we didn't get to eat all day that day and i remember like that that article i forget who wrote it but it was 100 percent true 
100% true. Like the way that they were rehearsing us all day and not feeding us and that Latrice thing. It, it sounds fake, but she literally, she did threw it up in the air, landed on the table, slid and into the trash. <laughs> you can't make that up. Uh, see, those are the little tidbits <laughs> that people need to remember in the drag race history. Not, you know, not knocking the gimmicks, you know, with the the throwing the flowers and uh, and every other fucking thing. Mm-hmm. Well, the production <laughs> part of behind it. the scenes. Yeah, yeah you know. <laughs> they totally should be doing um, like a behind the scenes. Well, actually, I think the reunions are structured a little differently now. But I mean, the way that they did okay. it then, like they would send like leave some backstage and have a few of us on there and like back and forth. They should have had like a backstage camera for us because it was a mess. <laughs> like untucked to the reunion or something. That would have been pretty funny because there was a lot of just shit and like that 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 theater we were in it was like a maze so we would get like get lost and end up in michelle's dressing room <laughs> like, i don't know where i am girl <laughs> okay bitch just a minute uh, did you um actually i didn't i don't even think i ever asked you did you have any keepsake like um when we we're i was getting ready for miss gay america with alexa she actually pulled out the flag from her season. Um, oh, yeah. Her her one from uh, Poppy. Oh. I miss you, Poppy. That one? Yeah, that flag. <laughs> okay, yeah. I mean, um, I did take a couple of things. So, like, the, the fabric that I used to make my runway costume, whatever remnants I had, I took with me. But I ended up using it on a costume. Um, I was going to save it, but I used it. And also, like, the red belt <laughs> that I wore with that, I still have. Um, I stole, I say stole because I'm not sure if they were for us to keep or if I was supposed to leave them there, but they ended up in my bag. <laughs> um, like for the photo shoot challenge that we had, uh, they gave us like these neon colored drag race towels that were like embroidered for us to wipe off off with and make sure, make sure the logo shows in the camera when you walk in. Um, those ended up right in my bag. I got like two of them. <laughs> <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Like these are mine. I'm, I'm going home first. These are mine. <laughs> That's it is what it is. Uh, right. It is what it is. Well, bitch. That's a piece of the fucking history. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Thinking about it now, I remember the night of the elimination. Um, back then they used to have you actually um pack your bags right there and they didn't do a lot of filming after the runway so i remember i packed my bags while everybody was coming over and doing their oh i'm so sorry and all that and it's no biggie try not to cry and going outside smoking cigarettes and i pack everything up and i put it in the van to go to the hotel and like i said earlier the uh the next day uh was the day we shot the commercial so as soon as i get to the hotel i have to call the production <laughs> assistant to my room to have them call actual production because the garment bag that had the costume i was wearing in the commercial with the shoes and the hair was hanging in one of the racks in the workroom and I would not be going back into that workroom. So I'm like, somebody needs to go get it in the morning and bring it to me on set or I'm going to be naked in this commercial. But they did. They brought it. (laughs) 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 Maybe it was subconscious. Like, you know, I'm going to give you some more work. I I don't think it was intentional, but I definitely left all my stuff in there for the commercial. (laughs) Oops. That's funny. Oh, (laughs) <laughs> all right bitch <laughs> we have been 
running our mouse for 70 minutes. Has um, it been that long? Oh, yes, yeah. it has been that long. Goodness. Um, we can shut up. We can continue. <laughs> I mean, I'm going to use this in the article. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, although the picture I just sent you. <laughs> yeah. Yes, and I'm going to quote Shangela. What's my hundred thousand dollars? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just took a couple of Google searches, uh, keywords, and I found it. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, we can. Okay. I mean, it is it is kind of long. I mean, I do have a joint and a husband waiting for me. <laughs> um, it, That's fine. No, let's. Uh, yeah, we'll do a couple more questions, girl. Do you like a rapid fire or something? Whatever you got, I'm open. All right, let let me let me scroll down here. Um, we have a couple different sections. We can do history. It's more like life history, um, personality questions. Um, let's see. <laughs> Look, I have oh. Okay, so that, since this is more about Elisa, mm-hmm. let's do uh, some character questions. Okay. Um, Elisa style for 10 years ago um, to now. Think about that. 10 years ago versus now. Um, <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, what? <laughs> first question, what sort of personality would you feel uh elisa had then and now kind of personality i mean back then let's see how old am i now i'm 30 so i started drag when i was 19 so 10 years ago i was doing drag for a year so around that time um i was trying to work anywhere i could even if it were for free um i was 19 years old but everybody i worked for thought i was 24 so i was drinking heavily and for free um (laughs) And, you know, just just all around crazy, you know, because when you first start doing drag, you know, there's that that sense of freedom that comes about you. So it was just carefree. I don't give a fuck. This is me. I'm having fun. I may not look the best, but I'm having fun doing it versus now. I mean, 10 years later, you know, later in my career, you know, I've I figured out what actually looks good on my body and how to create it. Um, I know what I do and don't like on me style wise. And my personality is more calm cool and collected so i would say more so 10 years ago would have been the crazy and now would be the sexy cool okay okay i think that'll work a little fun (laughs) (laughs) um what would you say your biggest challenges um to overcome um then and now challenges to overcome i mean 10 years ago or um yeah doing my makeup used to make me really nervous you know because then you're putting on a black and you want to be super careful because as soon as you put it on you're not going to be able to to fix it or you're just going to get bigger and your small winged liner is going to be a big cat eye um so back then the biggest challenge to overcome was myself um remembering to breathe and make sure that you know even if it goes on wrong i can make the other eye match um it's not the end of the world if it doesn't fit because back then um i was i would you know i was really critical of how how everything looked and i would look at myself in the mirror and i wouldn't like the outcome but i would still perform and you know have a good time the crowd would enjoy it i'd make good money but there would 
be times where I would look at myself in the mirror. I'm like, that's not the best I can do. Whereas now, um, a biggest challenge to overcome. Huh? I guess for that, I mean, I would say, um, I tend to have like ADD when it comes to projects. So I probably have 10 mixes that I've started and not completed. Um, in my drag room right now, I'm looking at four costume pieces that are halfway made. I've got two wigs that are halfway glued together <laughs> from tracks to wig. I mean, they're halfway made. It's like I, I'm, yeah. right now the biggest challenge is completing what I start because I get these ideas. And yeah. like I said, I know what I want Elisa to look like and what I like on Elisa. And I get all these ideas. I want to create it all at once to where it gets to the point where I don't finish any of it. <laughs> yeah. No, I completely understand that. Okay. Um, if you were casting a movie, who would you cast to play yourself and why? <laughs> Ugh. And why? Um, hmm. I mean, not looks wise, but I would think that I would want like Melissa McCarthy so she could be like drunk Elisa for the first 10 years of her career. I think that would be amazing. <laughs> you know, throw her in some course with titties out and just drunk. I think that would be awesome. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> or um, there's a couple of the girls on SNL that I right now that I think are pretty hilarious, but what their names are, I couldn't tell you. <laughs> okay. Okay. Um, okay. Um, if you could play any other character, uh, on a TV show, not necessarily reality, at a TV, Netflix, who would you choose to be, um, what series, why? Like, uh, like a, a character that's currently on a show that is out, you mean? It doesn't even have, yeah, I mean, I guess current, uh, that's out, would be more relevant as to that doesn't have anything happening currently. Okay. I mean, yeah, I mean, we've talked about the show already, but like, uh, Desna on claws, okay. I would like to be playing okay, yeah. that character. She <laughs> likes to show off her body and she's a boss bitch and she can deal with some problems. And, um, that, okay. that's pretty much me. I can figure my way out of pretty much anything. So, um, yeah. Okay. Desna from claws, please. Okay. Um, let's see. Last one. Who, um, besides yourself, uh, from your drag race sisters, if you were recast, um, would you like to, um, see with you? Basically, if you had to recast yourself and the other 12 girls for maybe a reiteration, of the RuPaul second chance. Hmm. Okay. That's a good question. I'm going to need to find like a, a roster of girls. There's like, a, there's like a hundred of them now. <laughs> um, but I mean, I would have to think of ones that really didn't get any accolades or win anything. Um, shit. <laughs> uh, give, give me a moment. I got to open a new browser window. Okay. Okay. Uh, <laughs> um, <laughs> obviously like i love nina flowers but i feel like she's come back and she's won something you know so i'm trying to think like down the the line of each season like who i would want to do or not not do like 
come on, girl. No, no, no more of that. I'm not dating any more drag queens. <laughs> but, <laughs> but you know, to be to be around. Um, I mean, from the first season, looking at this, I mean, I love Chanel. She is just uh-huh. amazing. But she's been back on an All Star, so she probably wouldn't do it. Um, Jade from the first season was awesome. I've had time to hang out with her, and yeah. I think she's she's. She's a lot of fun to work with. She's she's talented. She has a bunch of different kinds of looks. Um, I love Raven and Juju, Tatiana. Um, let's see. I haven't seen Yara in a while. I like I'm giving you girls that have been on several episodes. Hold on. <laughs> You're like yes, but this is my Dreamcast. <laughs> okay, so dream. So let's start over. So Dreamcast of how many girls? Uh, it will be yourself. And you would be casting the other 12 girls. So kind of like your dream cast, fantasy cast uh, for RuPaul's second chance. For RuPaul's second chance. Okay, so I will go with um, Angina. <laughs> okay. I will go with... Um, I think uh, Jessica Wilde was sickening. Okay. Uh, let's see. I love me some Mariah. I wouldn't mind working with Mariah on there or even Phoenix. Okay. Let's see. I love Kenya Michaels. I'd love to work with Kenya Michaels again. Anytime I've worked with her, it has been a key key. I love Miss Kenya. And, um, I would also go with LaShawn because she's super, super talented at sewing and she's really right now going through a transition, which I think is awesome. Um, okay. so I think that would be cool because that would get a trans girl on TV let's see we're at 6 now um, Detox and Coco Montrese okay. let's see Lagan just so we could get high <laughs> of course of course <laughs> um, let's Long ass list girl. There's been so many of us. <laughs> you know what? I've worked with Candy Ho a bunch, and she's always brought something that's beautiful. So I'll put Candy Ho in there. And this will be my last one. I'll go with Layla McQueen. Layla. Layla, because I like her 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 like yanked but somewhat gothy look. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'm, that's really in right now, and I, I, I'm, I'm digging it. So, yeah, I like that style. You get one more. Oh, shit. I just exited the page. <laughs> I got one more. I lost count. Okay, so last but not least, let's go with someone more recent. Mayhem. Mayhem okay. Miller. May- yeah, okay. 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 <laughs> All right, Drag you, you you heard it. <laughs> it was long Anybody and drawn out, but you time? heard it. <laughs> yeah, it's fine though. Um, gosh, uh, and who would you say? Um, I kind of already know semi this answer, but who would you say is your uh, as far as Elisa's biggest drag inspiration? Um, uh, and push your aesthetic inspiration. Like what drives the aesthetic, or like what I like, like my look and demeanor, stuff like that. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah. TLC. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, you know, like. Just like you. I get lonely. Uh, yeah, I mean, I grew up loving TLC. Um, you know, music gets you through a lot of hard stuff in your life, and TLC was always the music that I turned to. Um, obviously, I always identify with Lisa the crazy. Um, and that's actually how I got my, my drag name. I uh, couldn't figure out what I wanted to call myself, and my drag mother was like, why not? Lisa. And I'm like, how about a Lisa? You know, throw an A in there. Um, <laughs> in, in hindsight, it should have been Elisa Lopez, but you know, it's, it, it's a 12 years in, you know, it, that's a done deal. Um, but I mean, yeah, I, I draw a lot of, uh, you know, ideas and creativity from them. Like even back in the nineties, they had a lot of like, like hairstyles and styling that was really different and even different from what we see now. Um, and stuff that's coming back, you know, that are, that's kind of pretty much inspired yeah. by them. Um, and I also, I remember when I first started, I wanted to also bear a resemblance to pink because early on pink had like that, that ghetto fab, like the pink hair and like the baggy pants, the platform yeah. shoes. And it's just something that I was digging then. I even still do. I do a lot of, uh, TLC and I, I make a lot of like, uh, different overalls out of different materials and do stuff like that. And even, um, Amanda Durad, you know, one of the, the cast girls at the honey pot, it's like, you know what, you're, you're technically, you're the rapper of the group styling wise. You do that kind of music, you do that kind of style. So some people might not like it, but that's just you. And that's what you're comfortable in. And it's true. I like stuff like that. Yeah. Agree. Okay. Mm -hmm. Agree. Heard. All right. Right. Relatable. Uh (laughs) (laughs) All right. Thank you. I know we've been on here forever. Thank you. I love you so much. I love you. You have a joint. (laughs) <laughs> and husband waiting thing. <laughs> yes. Um. Hopefully, I'll have you back when I get a little more elevated, and we can move into some video setup, or it's actually me just hopping on the highway and making that little six-hour drive, if not sh- a closer drive, and we just kind of, you know, yeah, doing the next interview in that way. Uh, baby steps, you know? Yeah, we'll figure something out. <laughs> Try to book a weekend down here. You know, I have um, yeah. not technically an extra room. The drag's in there. But, I mean, we got a big comfy couch if you need it. You know, um, keep in touch. We could, and, you know, we have yeah, those yeah. several different, like, projects and things we've been talking about. So, you know, we'll obviously be working yeah. together. And, yeah, we'll do another interview down the line. But uh, and tell your husband and the babies I said, hey. Ditto. <laughs> you do the same. <laughs> Will do, baby. I love you. I'll talk to you soon. I love you. All right, thanks. I'm Naomi Winners, and that's been today's episode of Drag Dish. Remember to hashtag feel your beat boo and follow me at NaomiWinters.com. See you next time. Do you feel defeated? That's your right. That's your right.